portion in the book of Exodus. It's called Tetzaveh, and it has to do with what you shall command. <clears throat> the first commandment here deals with bringing forth olive oil. Throughout the Torah, it's important that we learn to see who Messiah is and who we are. These are the two things I really think this Torah portion has a lot to tell us. In fact, these first two verses show us pictures of the Messiah in the New Covenant. First of all, <clears throat> notice that it says to bring olive oil. Now, like today, we can't go to King Supers and get olive oil, you know, or your sprouts or wherever else you like to go for your olive oil. It was a different process in which olive, olives were pounded and crushed. And one of the pictures about Messiah that we can learn from this is that the very place where Messiah had his greatest trial was the Garden of Gethsemane, an actual olive press place. And this olive oil was not only supposed to be beaten and crushed, or depending on how you have it translated in your Bible, it was also to become pure. And that's a definite lesson for us. We can learn to be pure through the struggles of life. That's something that God does as we feel a little bit crushed and stepped on. And I know there's a lot of that going through our congregation. The second picture is found in the second verse, in verse 21, where it says, Aaron will light the lamps. This is a picture of Messiah in the book of Revelation. The very lamps or the very churches that he is standing in the midst of is very much the same picture of a priest lighting the menorah and, and tending after it. This is the same picture that we see Messiah standing in the midst of the very seven lights that the church is to be. In the next portions of this, um, we have several other things that are taking place that deal directly with the tabernacle. We have the ordering of the priest's garments and what it all entails. We have the ordination of the priest and the altar. And we have also, finally, the commands to bring and make the altar of incense. The altar of incense being very special as it represented the place that incense was burned in the very presence before people went into the Holy of Holies. Even though this is two chapters and 12 verses, it has a lot to teach us about who Messiah is and who we are to be. Messiah is our priest, and he wants us to live and act like his priests today. And there's many things we can take from this portion that teaches that. For example, the idea of garments. As some have said, is it the clothes that make the man or the man that makes the clothes? And it can go either way because who we are, who we identify and who we are in our identity is very important to us as believers. I'll say that again. Who we identify with and who we are in our identity is very important as believers. Amen? Amen? And we have to be solidly grounded and understood. And so you may not look like me when you come to congregation dressed in white, as today is a special time before Purim, but it's the idea that whatever you look like to the world, it's going to look a lot different because you represent the living God. And that's who we are. That's who we're to represent and who we're to be. In the New Testament, there's another set of clothes that's talked about in Ephesians 6. They're called the armor, the armor of God that we're supposed to wear. And that's to help us to also 
remind us who we are. We don't war like the world wars. We don't act like the world acts. These are, once again, another set of clothes, which you can also identify similar to the priestly garments that are teach us about who we are and who we are in the Lord. The part I've decided to chant is the part that comes right after the daily offering. The daily offering was God's way of always announcing that the altar was active and present. And if you wanted to bring a sacrifice, the altar was the place you did that. This daily offering was a testimony over and over again to represent that God was present here. And if you wanted to come to his altar and do the business that needed to be done, it was present for you so that you could come and do that. It's a very important principle because at one time, in the future, we'll see the altar burn again. And it's to point to the same altar that will be shown in heaven, the very altar that in which they say there's a lamb slain in the midst of that altar. It was the very lambs that were brought for the daily burnt offering and the evening burnt offerings that were offered every day to say this, this altar is here for those that need to bring their offerings and their tithes. These are just some of the things. And by bringing our tithes and offerings to him, God will sanctify us. It's his very presence that sanctifies both time, the Shabbat, and his Moedim, people, everyone that's here, I hope, everyone that names the name of the Lord. They're to be sanctified people. And the very place, the place where we meet, do you know you're standing on holy ground? Amen? And so when you're in God's presence, that's what it's really about. God has a great desire to meet with you and for you to know him and for you to be sanctified him. Lord, I just pray for anyone this morning that is struggling, that needs to hear these important messages about identity and identifying with who you are, Lord. You are our God. You love us. You want us to see who you are. You want us to know who we are so that we don't live like the world does. We represent the living God, the king, just as the priest was a representative of God. Help us to walk like people of God. We give you all glory for what takes place in Yeshua's name. Amen.